When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. He is Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Ten minutes away where we're going to spin that wheel until the Achilles heel of each and every playoff contender in the AFC. We're going to do that in about ten minutes. You can wait in at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can do that at Dr. Pepper calling line. Your end NFL team in the AFC, what is their biggest Achilles heel? 888-729-3776. Well, the Achilles heel for the Philadelphia Eagles last night turned out to be a backup quarterback in Drew Locke who did not know if he was ever going to get another opportunity again, Chad, to play in the NFL. It's not that they won the game. It's how he was able to engineer that drive inside the own 10-yard line and making play after play after play. He went into that drive Barely 100 yards passing, barely past that. And he became the hero in the night when it came to the Seahawks, saving this season with that improbable win of 20-17 to 17 over Philadelphia on Monday Night Football. Drew Locke put it down. Uh, I, I was in Denver, uh, based in Denver, where Drew Locke was the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Certainly left a lot to be desired, but there were moments, there were flashes of Drew Locke. You would go, okay, that's the guy you can build around. That's the guy who understands how this whole thing is supposed to be done. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was more not than flashes for Drew Locke. That's why he's a backup in, in Seattle. And I'd imagine if he and Geno Smith were to start the same number of games, Geno Smith would probably end up winning more games. Um, but Drew Locke had it together last night. And as you talked about, for a guy who was wondering and doubting when his opportunity would ever come, to be able to put that kind of drive together and show that kind of poise, uh, his post-game a conversation on the field was just tremendous yeah. how grateful he mm. was yeah. how humbled he was by the moment how emotional he was in the moment because as, as a backup player in the NFL I was a backup in my 15th season in the NFL and I had to pull my coach Matt Patricia aside and tell him this is the hardest thing I've ever done <laughs> this is so difficult I thought it was hard being a starter and trying to be pro bowl and all pro player right. this is almost impossible you expect me to know everything to be up to speed with everything and and execute everything when in a 10-play period during practice, I get maybe two reps and the starters get eight. And you expect me to be up to speed with those guys. This is so difficult. And it gave me such an appreciation for guys who go through that experience in the NFL. So to see Drew Locke have the success that he had and then to be so humbled and grateful in the moment just really brought it all back together for me from that the difficult life of a backup player in the NFL and how hard that actually is. You used the great word rep in terms of getting reps, meaning practice time. He repped himself quite well when nobody saw that coming before he did in that final drive for Seattle and saving their season, beating the Eagles last night on Monday Night Football, 20-17. to 17. Chad set it up perfectly. Having that appreciation, he could not wear to share that and all that emotion when he talked to Lisa Salters for Monday Night Football on ESPN. So what did it feel like to orchestrate this game-winning drive tonight? Oh, amazing won't do it justice. Amazing won't do it justice, but amazing also the 
come into his second game of the year, right? Used to the same thing all year long, same cadence, same spin of the ball, everything. A, a team like that, not just the offense, the defense to rally around. Me tonight, man, that was that was amazing. I see some I hear some emotion in your voice. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Stuff by backup quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks when it comes to Drew Locke talking to Lisa Salters of ESPN's Monday Night Football. By the way, that connection between Drew Locke and Jackson Smith in Jibba, that was part of the good hands moment of the week brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. I hope that becomes more of the narrative than what's wrong with the Eagles defense, what's wrong with the Eagles. We know that's not going to be the case. The Eagles are that sexy headline. But Drew Locke can always, always have that night, Chad, especially when he said, when that play call for that touchdown, he said, I will never forget that for the rest of my life. I can't even imagine what that would have been like to hear that play call in your headsets and you realize that they had that kind of faith in you that you could deliver and you went out there and validated that play call from the coaching staff of the Seattle Seahawks. I can't remember a time in my career where my hard work was not rewarded. Maybe not always when I wanted, but it was rewarded in some way. Imagine being Drew Locke and spending hundreds of hours to prepare for you don't even know when your opportunity is going to come. Exactly. And you've repped this play and you spent time in the offseason. You've done that throw. Am I going to get an opportunity to throw this throw during a game? Am I go- is this play ever going to be called for me? So for him to say he's going to remember this play for the rest of his life, um, I think right now he was just focusing on the play, the execution of it all. But once he gets the time to step back a little bit and gain perspective, he'll look at and see the hundreds of hours of work mm-hmm. that went into that one moment right. that was unknown if he was ever going to get that moment. And that's the kind of things that make it so special. That's why I have such a heart for mm-hmm. backup NFL players because they always put the work in without knowing is it, is it ever going to be rewarded. Am I ever going to be, get the chance to use this work? Drew Locke 
took advantage of that moment last night, shined in it, and to your point, Freddie, he will remember that forever. I can't even imagine when you believe that maybe, just maybe, you didn't get enough of a chance when you played for the Denver Broncos. When many people thought after Peyton Manning retired that you were going to be that guy, that you are going to step in and be that quarterback for that team. And many people believe, hey, drafting in the second round, using quarterbacks to draft in the first three rounds, you expect that guy to be a starter sooner than later. And it seemed to never fit between him and Denver or things just were not the right time. It did not break right for Drew Locke. And then all of a sudden, you're a backup, and you're thinking, man, oh, man, if I got that chance and not believing or even thinking for one second that that was ever, ever going to come, and especially in those kind of moments where your team is probably looking at you thinking, okay, hmm, and then you're living out of going, hmm. So even if Jano Smith is out for more than a second, they can look at a guy, Drew Locke, and say, man, we're going to have his back because he's able to have hours when we really needed it with our season on the line and he delivered that final drive against the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't forget about bowl game action. ESPN Raider has you cover each and every bowl game, like the Rose Bowl game that is presented by Progressive Insurance. It's going to be an outstanding match regarding the bowl game on ESPN. That's happening courtesy of ESPN Radio. Michigan, Alabama, then you got the All-State Sugar Bowl featuring Washington, Texas, part of the college ball playoff, and that follows the Fiesta Bowl on ESPN Radio. So last hour on Freddie and Harry with Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We did spin the wheel, the Achilles heels for each and every playoff team, we believe, on the inside and the outside looking in, in the NFC. Now it's time to do the AFC. You can weigh in. Give me your AFC team and what is their Achilles heel. And Chad Brown and I will not get in your way. We'll let you talk about that at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Before we get a little of you, we get a little spin the wheel. The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's Brown, Cleveland Browns Achilles heel. <sighs> I'm going to say offensive line. Mainly because every, but although every time Chad somebody gets on the offensive line, they seem to figure it out. They seem to run the football effectively, provide enough time for Joe Flacco and those receivers to get downfield and make some plays. So I don't know if that's a Achilles' heel, more like the health of that offensive line. But so far, they've been able to overcome any kind of health issues on the offensive line and still be an offense that can generate heat, can generate plays, and generate yards. I'm going to go with. Uh... Joe Flacco. This is not right uh, now an Achilles heel. Ooh. He wasn't sharp all day against the Browns. That you know, is but true. He, he made the throws when he needed to make them. But my concern is you give defensive coordinators enough tape, they're going to figure some things out. And so while this Joe Flacco thing is great right now, if the, if they actually do make it to the playoffs and they try to make a run, that Joe Flacco will be the limitation mm-hmm. to that because it will be enough on tape where defensive coordinators will know what makes him uncomfortable and how not to allow him to be in the spots that where he can be comfortable at. Hater. <laughs> the Houston Texans. Oh, goodness. Their Achilles heel for me. Youth. They will play hard each and every snap. I just wonder how much of that youth, not having been in this situation, and that's not just from the players, whether they, when they get C.J. Stroud a quarterback back or not, but even D'Amico Ryans, who has an old soul, but it's a lot more difficult when all of a sudden you got a playoff berth standing you right in the face, a chance to move in a division that you did not think was possible, and now you're in a three-way tie with Jacksonville and the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC South. 
I think the biggest Achilles heel will be youth for the Houston Texans because they've never been in this position, not just as players, but also as a head coach when it comes to the Miko Ryans. I'll go in the same direction, Freddie, but I won't say youth. I'll say inexperience. You don't know okay. what you don't know. True. So it's not just you know an age thing. It's just you have not been here before. And every NFL player will tell you, and D'Amico will know this from his playing days, the playoffs is a massive step up from the regular season, just as the regular season is a massive step up from preseason. And each round of the playoffs, the intensity, the speed of the game, the decision-making uh, need to be quick with your decisions yeah. ratchets up each round of the playoffs. So for this team to have the success that they had that no one expected, it's a tremendous story. But I think at some point, just the pure lack of experience, and not just the players, the, the coaching staff as well, will catch up with them, and that'll be the end to their season. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, where in the hell do I begin with their Achilles heel? Because it's all offense, period. They don't want to block for each other. They don't want to play hard. They can't complete passes. They can't run the football. They can't block anybody. Where do I begin and end? It's the offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have been offensive as an offense all year long when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they don't get into the playoffs, we don't have to blame anybody else. But the offense of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Achilles heel, that's Achilles heels when it comes to the Pittsburgh Steelers, (laughs) how bad that offense has been this year. Yeah, three straight losses, not the way you want to end your season. The, the the offense is, is a is a dumpster fire. Defensively, they're not very good over there either. Outside of a couple of players who make splash plays game in and game out, but yeah, there's not a lot of, about this team that says playoff team, playoff run, or deep playoff run for that matter. So yeah, the, the Steelers. Yeah, it's not just one Achilles heel. If you could have more than two, they've got more than two. <laughs> it's a little spin the wheel when you do the playoff team Achilles heels in the AFC when it comes to teams that are in or out. We do that right now here on Freddie and Harry. Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas on Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. Let's spin that wheel once again. The Miami Dolphins. Their biggest Achilles heel right now may be their offensive line because they're switching guys in and out, in and out, in and out. The defense has been better. It's funny how Jalen Ramsey comes back and everybody feels better on defense. Even though they lost Jalen Phillips, a guy that's an underrated pass rush and a do-it-all linebacker for this football team. But I'm going to say the Achilles heel is that offensive line. They're able to get away with it against a perfect patsy known as the New York Jets. They will now be able to get away with that when you got the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills Three defenses that can get out to the quarterback in your final three games for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I, I, you, you just mentioned those teams, and I was going to say their Achilles heel is this upcoming schedule in that there will be things that will be exposed by these teams, the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills, in yeah. these upcoming three games that teams will be able to utilize in the playoffs. They will find weaknesses on this Dolphins team, and we had uh, Andrew Hawkins on earlier on. You don't get to rebuild your team late in the season. You, you go into the fight with what you got going right now. The help's not coming from outside the organization. For the Dolphins, if the offensive line is an issue, like you say it is, it will be exposed by the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills here, which will then give any playoff opponent a blueprint to handle this offense. The Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm. I think the Achilles heel are their linebackers. 
You can make plays in the middle of the field. I mean, Mullins did it for the Minnesota Vikings on Saturday until he remembered that he was Nick Mullins and couldn't make passes anymore, and the offensive line couldn't block from. I think the Achilles heel is the linebacker core of the Cincinnati Bengals. Their back end, their secondary is really, really good. They can get out the quarterback, Trey Hendrickson, and those guys, Hubbard as well. But I think those linebackers, at times, they let a lot of big plays happen in the middle of the field. They've not been good in the running game. The defensive linemen have done their job. If they don't get into the playoffs with the Steelers, Chiefs, and Browns part of their final three games, it'll be the linebackers that'll push the Bengals out and not keep them in because right now they're in the sixth spot in the playoff race in the AFC. Jake Browning's junior year at Washington, Uh I believe he was Pac-12 player of the year, offensive player of the year. The next year, things cooled off for him quite quite a bit. So there's there's some unevenness to his play. I know he's 3-1 in his four starts, um, but defensive coordinators, defensive staff, you typically watch a player's last four games. So now there's enough on tape to identify the weaknesses, to put him in spots where he's not comfortable. If he's a guy who doesn't throw well when he escapes the pocket, guess what? They're going to force you out of the pocket over and over again. Mm -hmm. They're going to find ways to make you uncomfortable. I think uh, the reality of the situation will start to catch up with Jake uh, Jake Browning and the Bengals here soon. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, the Achilles heel for this team may turn out to be their quarterback when it comes to Trevor Lawrence. And I'm a Trevor Lawrence fan. But at a certain point, you got to start making big throws and stop just fumbling the football when no one's around you, like having against the Baltimore Ravens. You can't be loose with the football. And Trevor Lawrence, I think at a certain point, has the potential to be an elite quarterback in the National Football League. But right now, he's not playing at any kind of level that inspires a lot of confidence, in my opinion. Can he make throws with his arms? Absolutely. Can he make plays with his legs? Sure. But I've seen way too many times, Chad, that he has made that critical mistake, that he has had that critical fumble, and he's not played or missing throws. That could be the biggest Achilles heel for the Jacksonville Jaguars, their quarterback not stepping up in a division that they should have clinched a long time ago in the AFC South. Killer instinct, lack of ability to finish. After being one of the hottest teams to start the season, now three losses in a row to the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens. They got Tampa Bay playing, playing pretty good football. They do have the Panthers, and they do have the Titans to finish the season. So there's a chance they can right the ship. But I've been on one of these teams where literally at the end of the season, it is a sinking ship where the quarterback play is declining as Trevor Lawrence's quarterback play has declined, where the confidence and sense of belief is going down in the locker room. And then in quiet corners of the locker room, mm-hmm. there are dudes who are actually planning on not making the playoffs oh boy. and looking at their phone talking about, hey, man, this uh, – this uh, resort in Cancun's got a couple of spots. Should we book it? What? That's the conversations that are happening in Jacksonville right now when things are starting to slip away. The Kansas City Chiefs. Really? <laughs> Chad, take it. <laughs> this wide receiver room is as disappointing of a wide receiver room as, as I've ever seen in, in football. To have the best quarterback in football, one of the best, most most creative play callers in the history uh-huh. of the game, and Andy Reid. To have a tight end who dominates in the middle of the field and mm-hmm. essentially takes away some of the most hard-hitting defenders who could possibly make life difficult for you as a receiver – this group has just been underperforming, and now 
unavailable guys like Sky more out due to injury. Right. Not that I'm blaming guys for being, for being injured, but your greatest ability is always going to be your availability. So this room adds that to the list as well. We've seen the drop passes. We've seen the mental mistakes. Uh, this is his, this team's Achilles heel, and it's going to take more than yelling at guys to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. All kind of coaches tell the receivers to catch the ball. This room needs a complete mental makeover from the neck up in order to improve their performance as the season goes along. Well, they need a uh, checkup from the neck up, and they need to band those hands together when it comes to the Chiefs that wide receiver group. But so so far, so not so good regarding that group all year long. Weigh in at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Give us your AFC or NFC team, and what is the Achilles heel that can keep your team from having a run in the playoffs. Be a true fan and point out that flaw of your football team. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Give us your NFL team and what could be the Achilles heel that can keep your team from either getting in the playoffs or staying in the playoffs. We'll take a listen to what you have to say on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-729-3776. Meanwhile, this college football coach, he has an idea to fix college football and he may not be too far off the mark. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Here's Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Wait until you hear what College Coach believes that his idea to fix college football is the right idea. It should be instituted sooner than later. We're going to get to that in about five minutes. But first things first, your calls on your team, NFC or AFC, playoff team, 
What is the Achilles heel that could keep them from getting in the playoffs or having a playoff run once they get there? Can't wait to hear from you in the Dr. Pepper call in the line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. We go to New Jersey. That is the home of Brian. Brian, what is your NFL team, and what is their Achilles heel that could keep them from having a deep run in the playoffs? It's the Dallas Cowboys, and the Achilles heel is they are marching down the yellow brick road wanting to click their heels saying there's no place like home. They got to win on the road, man. That's the problem. They got to win on the road. <laughs> Anytime somebody can use history and movies to make their point, salute <laughs> when it comes to Brian in New Jersey. Number one, he's not wrong. Number two, when in doubt, see rule one. Number three, when it comes to the Cowboys, if you have not been able to fix it by now, there are no guarantees that you'll find that elixir between now and when you get in the playoffs, Chad. Yeah, the, the NFL season, the march of the season is not – it's not some mystery, mm-hmm. and you you know there's no light switch. You just flick on the wall and go, oh, oh, it's playoff time. We're going to reverse all these trends that have been taking place all season long. Yes, the Cowboys have some demons they need to exercise, and <laughs> being on the road is one of them, and find a way to be successful in a consistent way on the road. Sam in Hawaii, give me your NFL team, and what is their Achilles heel that could really derail their playoff dreams? Hello, Tuesday, boys. I appreciate you my call, man. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a long-time Colts fan. I'm a longtime Colts fan. A uh, couple of things, man, but they're actually a lot better the last, last handful of games. But mm-hmm. it's uh, in the secondary. Earlier in the season, we're giving up them chunk plays at clutch moments that were just killing us in a couple of those tight losses. Um, but Gus Bradley has been really getting the boys playing a lot better as of late. Kenny, Kenny's playing really well. Um, Got to give it to Blackman's playing well. Um, Brent is playing well. Um, and, you know, and then, and then that, that, that middle linebacker core, uh, Zaire's playing incredible. EJ Sweet is playing great. Um, and then you get you got to give up to the default and the boys up front. Uh, Zaire for Zaire and the boys are playing great. Um, secondary, uh, uh, sec- second thing I say about is Gardner Minshew. Uh, Minshew earlier in the year, you know, the games we lost is when Gardner gives the ball up. Yep. Gardner. So it's uh, I think that's been really better as, as of late, and I hope he can keep that track going. And um, we'll see what happens, boys. I'm excited. No doubt about that. You should be because nobody thought in a million years we were talking about the Indianapolis Colts in the first year of Shane Steichen who's proven he can coach Chad, being a team tied for first place in the AFC South. I still wonder about Gardner Minshew. I know how gutty he is and how valuable he can be. I just hope that his due date doesn't arrive sooner than later, more so than the Colts secondary giving a big plays on the back end of their defense. The Colts have got a fairly easy schedule for the rest of, of the season with the Falcons, the Raiders, and, and, and the Texans. But they're five wins in the last six games. They beat the Panthers. Mm-hmm. They beat the Patriots. Uh-huh. They beat the Titans. Sure. And they beat the Steelers. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I think when you stack them up amongst the rest of the, the playoff contenders, uh, there's a bit of a, a fool's gold there. Shane Steichen, hey, tip of the cap. You got it done with a backup quarterback. Uh, I, I can give you kudos for all that. But yeah. let's not pretend this this team is a, is a top 10 football team. Yeah, no doubt about that. But if you're a Colts fan, I'd be excited too. Many people did not think they'd win six games this year. They're already too past that with an easy schedule. They could be a 10-win team that nobody saw coming with the Indianapolis Colts. Julian in Florida, give me your NFL team, and what is the Achilles heel that could keep them from having playoff dreams coming true for you? Uh, I'm a long-time listener, guys. I appreciate you taking my call. Um, I'm a Buccaneers fan, been a Buccaneers fan for a long time. I think the Achilles for the Bucs would be Dave Canales. 
I mean, he he did good in the last couple of games. These last three games we won, you know. If he can keep running the ball and throwing some screen out to Rashad out on the, you know on a screen pass, he's he's a good runner. He can run. So use him wisely, not just run. <laughs> I love that. Use him wisely. <laughs> not just run. <laughs> he put like use him three dots wisely three more dots not just run a big part of that is that Baker Mayfield continues to look like this and continues to be the leader of that offense so you're an offense coordinator if he's running white hot and Chad I've always been a big believer if a guy is really that terrific with the football and he's making play after play you don't just try to get anybody else involved Baker Mayfield last couple of games really last three or four games has been out of his mind leading this offense and making big plays in the passing game for Tampa Bay. He's been tremendous. 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions over the season. Uh, really picking up here these last three wins for them. There's a lot to be said for that. So it's a very interesting take to look at Baker Mayfield, the way he's been executing, and decide that play calling is an issue. Right. Um, right. So, you know, I, I, I hear you respectfully, caller, and we certainly appreciate the call on the show. However. Hey, however, <laughs> however, your quarterback's playing at a high level, and you got three wins in a row for a team that no one expected to be this successful, particularly with that quarterback. Um, so I, I think maybe you just be happy with what you're getting. Yeah, no doubt about that, especially when you're a Tampa Bay team where you're the odds-on favor right now to maybe win that NFC South, and many people believe they would be an also-ran in the NFC. One more from Mike in Illinois. Mike, who is your NFL team, and what could be the Achilles heel that could make a playoff dream a nightmare for your team? Well, I'm gonna, I want to talk about the Bills. So I think the Bills and Josh Allen's kryptonite is putting that Superman cape on. Like we saw in the Cowboys game, you keep Allen about 15 to 20 passes, you bring in the rushing game, that's where you need to be. Some good distrib- distribution between the rushing and the passing. When Allen's swing 30, 40 times and you can't get that rushing game involved, that's when you're going to have problems. Okay, that's fair. I think more than 15 to 20 passes. I, the formula to beat the Dallas Cowboys, that's not a sustainable formula. you got to be able to have the ability to throw the football. And even though he, complete, he threw 15 passes, he was 7 to 15. He did not throw that key interception at that key mistake. But if they're going to go for it, even with the schedule definitely a little bit lighter now, Chad, than what they dealt with the last four to five weeks. Throwing only 15 passes per game. I'm holding a second. Yeah, it's not 1953. You got to do more than that in 2023, <laughs> even though that's for him to work last week against the Dallas Cowboys when they blew them out of the water on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it's a bit of a dual-edged sword for the Buffalo Bills. You want to put your faith in Josh Allen because Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. His ability to run through defenses as a quarterback maybe is unparalleled in quarterback play this year. Um, but too much Josh Allen it tends to go wrong right. and with the turnovers. That is an issue. So how do they find the, the, the right mix for him? Mm-hmm. I think 15 passes is not enough. Yeah. I think uh, you know 20 to 23, somewhere in that range, seems like a good sweet spot where your running game is effective. You're keeping the defense honest by forcing to defend both the run and the pass, and that allows you to be dynamic on offense, and every third down opportunity, the defense doesn't know what's going to come. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got to sprinkle in the run game and protect Josh Allen in some ways from himself and trying to do too much. Yeah, real quick, Chris in Virginia, one last one. Chris, what is your NFL team, and what is the Achilles heel that can keep that team from being the kind of team you believe they should be in the playoffs? What's up, brothers? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Big fan of the show. Thank you. And I'm going to raise you, gentlemen. Philadelphia Eagles, my favorite team. I'm going to raise you on that ACL 
by describing my defense. ACL, MCL, fracture, dislocation, muscle overuse, strains, and sprains. My defense sucks. And to spend all that money on these pro bowl guys and not getting anywhere is just is atrocious. And it's embarrassing, and that's why we in the situation we are now. Thanks for taking my call, fellas. Happy holidays. You too, my friend. Boy, that was salty to the 25th power with feeling and flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Chris in Virginia. Man, oh man. Say it with your chest, Chris. I love it. He said it with everything. <laughs> yeah, but when you give up, you know, 42 to right. the 49ers. Yep. You give up 33 to Dallas. Yep. Uh, you give up 20 to Seattle with a backup quarterback who executed the game-winning drive Absolutely. in the most critical moment in the game. Yeah, the, the caller's got a point. And his feelings, saying it with his chest, hey, it seems appropriate yeah. when that's the, when you hold your defense to a different standard than that, mm-hmm. and that's their performance the last three weeks. Yeah, where's the blood and guts from that defense? Because we saw it all year long until that Super Bowl. Where is that? Where's the blood and guts in the offensive line? When they were able to be that team, they dominated the line of scrimmage. There wasn't anything you could could do to them and push them back. Now they're more catching instead of pushing people back. And that's going to be a problem for the Eagles. They don't fix that with a schedule that's a lot lighter the last three weeks than it's been the previous three weeks. Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. Joining me on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got three things for you. Number one, a coach who believes he can fix the problems in college football. Number two, the return of an NBA superstar. And number three, in other news, another edition of why? Because it's Florida. But this time, you should always read the fine print. That's next on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry. Appreciate you joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Real quick, Chad Brown, John Morant returning tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies after being out 25 games for, let's call it what it is, conduct unbecoming of an NBA player. They decided to put him on ice for 25 games. Back tonight and starting for the Memphis Grizzlies. They're throwing him right into the deep water to get him back out there. His coach said, go out and have fun, but he's going to get the start tonight in his first game back of the NBA season after sitting out the first 25 games. The practice is load management, but you've been out for 25 games, ain't been in the facility, you start and go on out there. Play. <laughs> See if you can get 40 minutes out of you. It's, it's a bananas league. I'm sure he'll make some kind of incredible awesome athletic plays as he is prone to do but in the end does it move the needle for memphis do they they finish with more than 40 wins i don't think so that's going to be hard because you look at a team that it wasn't so long ago that many people considered them a threat in the western conference a team that could potentially maybe get to the western conference finals now he's coming back to a team that is six and 19 they've lost five in a row and a one and 11 at home not away from home one in 11 at home. But any kind of juice, they will try to take that spark and try to turn this season around. That has been a complete, complete disaster for the Memphis Grizzlies. Many people also believe the NCAA in terms of college football and equity and money and NIL and transfer portal and all these other things going on, no matter how great the sport has been, many people have regarded that as a complete dumpster fire as well. Well, Chip Kelly is the head coach of UCLA. They just won their bowl game of the week in the L.A. Bowl game over Boise State. At a press conference not too long ago, he has a fix for college football that he believes should be implemented sooner than later. Football should be separate from the other sports. Just the fact that our school is leaving to go to the Big Ten in football, our, our softball team should be playing Arizona in softball. Our basketball team should be playing Arizona in basketball. But because football left, and they're saying, well, how do you do that? Well, Notre Dame's independent in football, and they're in a conference and everything else. I think we should all be independent in football. And you can have a 64-team conference that's in the Power Five, and you can have a 64-team conference in the Group of Five, and we separate and we play each other. You can have the West Coast teams, and then every year we play seven games against the West Coast teams, and then we play the East. So we play Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, West Virginia, Virginia. Then the next year you play against the South while you still play your seven teams. You can play a seven-game schedule. You can play four against another conference, another division opponent, and you can always play against one Mountain West team every year so that we can still keep those rivalries going. Okay. What do you think about that, Chad? Uh, he is on the, the path that, that I've been talking about for a couple years now. Okay. I, I think we're going we're to end up with an NFC-AFC kind of thing in college football where the Big Ten and, and the SEC are the NFC-AFC equivalents, mm-hmm. and they will compete for the Tier 1 National Championship. And then everyone below that, the leftovers from the the Big 12, the leftovers from the ACC, the leftovers from the Pac-12, will will be down in Tier 2. And they will compete for the Tier 2 National Championship. That way, every single fan base around the country knows that they've got a decent shot at winning their version of a championship. Um, and, And we do it that way because at this point, I mean, if you're Appalachia State, if you're Rutgers, you, you know you're not going to win a football championship. There's just simply no way it's even possible in the cards for you. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think we need to do that in order to continue 
to make these programs at these smaller schools, which can't compete with Alabama's and Ohio State's and Michigan's and Texas and all those top-tier schools, those traditional blue bloods, to make their fan bases buy into the program, cheer for those kids, and make it relevant on campus. Um, So that's the way I think it's got to go. And I think Chip Kelly's first point on that soundbite is absolutely correct. There is no reason for the USC volleyball team mm-hmm. to try to fly out to mm-hmm. Rutgers mm-hmm. or Northwestern or any of these other places. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. They should stay within their geographic areas. The only sports that supersede geographic conferences should be women, men's basketball, women's right. basketball as yeah. well, and then football. Yeah. Everything else should be based on ge- geographic conferences. The other top-tier sports should be based on money, which yeah. is where we're at right now. Right. Your thought process is great. Tim Kelly's thought process is great. Here's the problem with it. You would literally have to get rid of every president and athletic director in college athletics because all they see is money in the bottom line. That's why they have these contracts with these networks and these conferences. That money is too much to be ignored for them to say, let's make it geographically desirable. Because, Chad, I'm with you. And I hear what Tim Kelly has to say. But with all that money being out there, especially in the post-pandemic world, where they want to make that money back to furlough so many people, you would literally have to get rid of every college athletic director and president for your plan to be put in place. They talk about these other sports as non-revenue sports. I agree. So, I hear so, you. So if, if you were to make conference ties based on the revenue-generating sports mm-hmm. and all these other sports playing a geographic conference, mm-hmm. that's kind of how it is now. They, they don't bring – Unfortunately, the women's golf team doesn't bring a lot of revenue to the university. No doubt. It's, it's, it's ability to be a team overall is based on the money brought in by basketball and football. Mm-hmm. So to leave the women's golf team to a geographic conference with less travel costs, all those kind of things, and, 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 and lessen the financial exposure of that, I think is, is eventually the way to go. No doubt this about is a that. really big conversation. Really uh, and I know we're up on the end of the show, but yeah, I look forward. I know I'm going to be on the next two days to maybe we can dive deeper into oh, over, how yeah. we see college football looking yeah. in five or ten years. Yeah, we will definitely do that tomorrow when you're back in for Harry Douglas. He's Chad Brown. I'm Freddie Coleman. I'm Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio. Each and every night about this time, we give you news that could be in sports outside of sports, but it's always good news. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Welcome to another edition of Why? Because it's Florida. A family of 16, you heard me right, 16, almost lost their $10,000 Disney vacation, Chad, when the grandparents in charge accidentally bought Disney Plus instead of Disney Park gift cards. <laughs> so they bought subscriptions to the yes. online streaming service. Yes, which means they, they can watch Candy Cane Land with Eddie Murphy's new movie anytime they want. Well, that's what they're going to get for Christmas because yeah. <laughs> Disney's not going to honor those at the park. I can tell you that. But Disney did reach out to them, and they were able to get the situation resolved. They were able to save the grandparents <laughs> In that situation, as it was posted to TikTok, they said, turn the streaming tickets into part tickets, and they were able to fix the situation. Oh, that's a great story for that Disney was able to do that for that family. And yeah, yeah grandma and grandpa, they yeah. got to understand the difference. No doubt about the Amber and Ian coming your way next with Chad Brown and for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. This has been Freddie and Harry in the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless and Disney Plus. 
Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.